Cool. That's good. Quite yeah. a compact week then. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the hope. But I, uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that is the hope. But I do have the suspicion that we will find ways. <laughs> we, we, yeah. will find, we will find other things to talk about that will be, hang on a second, what is that the time? <laughs> Let's get ready to rumble! Hello, good evening or morning or whatever time it is that you're listening to this and welcome to Netflix vs. Cinema, the podcast that goes to the cinema, watches films, stays at home, watches films. This is essentially an excuse for all of us to watch films and gives cinema a rating out of five, Netflix rating out of five and figures out where have we had more fun this week. Now, my name is Tosin. I am up in Coventry now uh, in the Midlands and joining me on the Isle of Wight of the south coast of England are Sharon hello and sean hiya how are you guys doing this week very good thank you all right cool it seems like uh, uh from what i was hearing earlier like uh sharon you sort of you you well, you just sort of rushed in from work haven't you yes i stopped to wash my hands because i hate having dirty hands i know for a garden it's like ridiculous but i really don't like having dirty do you not hands. have gloves i do wear gloves That's but it. it doesn't make any no, difference yeah, still and some weeding you've got to do fingertips Ooh. And I don't like having dirty fingernails. So I washed my hands four times. That's all I did. And then I, I was ready to come out. <laughs> <laughs> then straight back And out. I had a wagon wheel. I ate a wagon wheel. Yeah. Hey, that is so bizarre. I was just thinking, I've got some wagon wheels in the fridge. <laughs> they, were on, they were on offer. No, seriously, seriously. They're packs, packets of six on offer. Yeah, and I thought, yeah. do you know, it's been years since I've had a wagon wheel. And yeah. I thought, I'm going to buy them. And I bought some wagon wheels. I bet two I did the same last week. I saw them. And, oh, wagon wheels. <laughs> Do you know what wagon wheels are, Toes? Oh, yeah, I know what wagon wheels are. Of course you do, yeah. You've got to eat one bit at the time, but they're so big, nobody will mind. If there's a bigger <laughs> bite, it can't be found. That's the one. <laughs> it's a wagon wheel. Yeah, so that was my tea. I washed my hands four times and had a wagon wheel, and now I'm ready to go. Wow. There oh. we go. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, so we're going to kick off. Oh, uh, so this week, right, um, we have... One of those, we have one of those sort of like lean weeks of the cinema, isn't it? Not much out there. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's just. But there is, but stuff, stuff so we don't really want to see. I haven't seen anything. <laughs> Again. Okay, so, I mean, so what, what was. I've, I've got to ask you. Yeah, go I've ahead. I've got to ask you something, Toast, just quickly. You, yeah. you haven't seen that Hobbs and. What's her name? Sure. Hobbs and Shaw. I have, I have seen. We, we reviewed Hobbs oh. and Shaw while you were away. Oh, yeah. I said, yeah. Oh, right, okay. I, I obviously haven't heard it. You, you did it on the. We did review, did, yeah. you, did you both see it? Yeah. No, I haven't seen it. Oh, right. But, oh, I, I'm gonna, I need to listen then. So. What, what, did you see it? No, I didn't see it. I was okay. tempted. It was a choice. And then I thought, well, I, I have, I, I mean, I just, there was one and I thought, wow, it was the timings. just to do with the timings. Because mm. like Sharon said, there's, there's certain timings. And the film that we review later was one that... Yeah. That, and on a school night, I don't like night. to be out beyond yeah, a certain time. That's I it. So, so, yeah. So it was a choice, but I was thinking... Do I see Hobbs and Shaw? Do I see Hobbs and Shaw? I thought, no, you don't see Hobbs and Shaw. No, okay. Okay. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I would actually be yes. really. I'll be really interested to see what you think about Hobbs and Shaw because obviously, yeah, it, I am. It, obviously, it's a spinner <laughs> from the Fast and Furious, which you legendarily sure. hate. You legend. <laughs> you, you legendarily <laughs> hate. You, you loathe the Fast and Furious movies with a passion. That's that's like one of your characteristics when it comes to films. You'd hate the Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> and but the thing is, yeah. I think I think this one is not it doesn't 
it doesn't follow the formula of other Fast and Furious movies. I think it goes away from what the usual Fast and Furious movies are. So this is just kind of like a big, dumb action movie or spy oh, movie. Right, okay. so, so I would... So that's what I think, but I would be really interested to find well, out if you end up thinking the same thing. Well, if if there's nothing else this week, I'll, that's, that'll be one that will do. Because I, I'd, I'd probably You're not rather see to, it. To, are you? No, probably because I hated that as well. So probably if I had a choice, if someone said, "Do you want to go and see it too?" or Hobbs and Shaw, I would I would definitely choose, go Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Choose to stay. <laughs> that, that would that would be the yeah. choices were given, and everybody looks at me when they go like today. Someone's saying. Oh, someone at the cinema when I went yesterday was going, oh, I bet you can't wait for it, can you? I said, no. I can wait for it. I can it. wait for it, yeah. No, it's not, I thought it's not on my radar. So, but anyway, there we go. Will any of you guys see it? What, it too? I haven't seen the first yeah. one yet, so yeah, I no. keep thinking, if I can see the first one without having to pay any money, I will. Okay. But at the moment, it's only on a rent at a cost. Oh, right, okay. How about you, Toast? You reckon you might see it? Oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to see it. Because, oh, right, okay, yeah, that'd, because, be, that'd be that'd be. Because I remember seeing the. I, 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 I may have to see it just to. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I am tempted just, just, just to see it. To see, oh, oh yeah, but maybe I, maybe I should. Well, but Sean, Sean, we, we uh, I mean, we are going to start doing the fi- your five minute rants, your five minute spoiler mm. rants. So I mean, okay, and I think you've got to go see each chapter too because that that's a. I think it's a ready made five minute spoiler rant for you. I, I think it probably is. <laughs> so I will, I will. I probably will end up going. I, I think. I think you could probably do. You could probably do your spoiler rant now without even having to go see the film. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, then, and then you could go see the film, and we can compare how your spoiler rant differs before mm. the film as it does behind, but after the film. A bit like that's, that's true. A, a bit like, uh, and I have. I think I have to start off this week. I have to start this week with an apology. Because mm, okay. yeah, mm-hmm. I have to start with this week an apology because Superfan super Nina got in touch with me and Superfan Nina had a go at me for not finishing seeing a film last week before I reviewed it. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Well, yes, well I that know. is. I mean, we're quite normally quite serious about like series, aren't yeah. we? Things like that. You have to have seen a lot. So, yeah, so I, yeah, we never thought of that. You yeah, it, did you it, get it, to see the end of it, though? I did get to see the end of it. And it's, oh. it's one of these things where I'm like, my prediction of how the film was going to go was bang on the money. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. <laughs> yes, my prediction of what, what is, everything I said, it, doesn't, it, does, it does mean that we do have a bit of a loophole because we say, oh, you have to finish seeing the TV series. But we never said that about films. So, <laughs> Oh, right, okay. <laughs> yeah, but, but it means... It's but a, a lot can happen well, actually, in the last actually, 10 Well, if we could do that, I could probably review about 20 of them on Netflix because <laughs> there's ones that I've started to watch go, oh. and I thought, no, done. It's, you know, this doesn't grab me. Listen, I've probably got, if you have a look on there, it goes, continue, you know that you get one, continue, continue watching. watching for Sean, yeah. right? And I've got masses of them and yeah. they are just lined yeah, up. As a well, the, thing is, the thing is that if, th- that's a bit of a review in itself. <laughs> if you get halfway through and you go, no, cannot handle this anymore and you have to bail, that is an indictment of yeah. the film. That I think, yeah. I think that is a review of the film that I couldn't even finish watching this thing. Uh, I, but, right, but, that's fair uh, enough. Yeah, but, yeah. but uh, then again, it might be a loophole that we have to close. But I think, essentially, uh, because I've, I've, I don't think you guys have had time to watch um, Dead in a Week or Your Money Back, which is the film we're talking about. Oh, uh, I don't think you ah, have. No, yeah. I haven't got a chance. But I, uh, yeah, I had about twenty minutes left, and the film went exactly where it went. The pro- the the fear that I had that its early promise was like the early four star promise was being diluted down to a three star. Oh, it's okay. Was right. So, mm. so Nina, oh. I'm sorry, but I was right. 
<laughs> I was right that it, it didn't it didn't go anywhere from where. And also, we've had a bit of an interesting week on Twitter. Apart from the fact that I, on my personal Twitter account, have said some stuff about uh, about tennis and had people having a go at me because apparently nowadays you're not allowed to say that person is really really good, but I don't like that about them. Apparently, if you say you don't like one thing about them, that means you're saying that they're terrible. <laughs> okay. Mm. Which, Unreasonable. <laughs> Well, no, which, which is, it's an interesting thing, but apparently that's, that's what Twitter is now. It's just kind of like, there's no nuance. There's no, you know, I like that, 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 but that one thing, mm, uh, I'm not too sure about that. That rubs me up the wrong way. And yeah. Have you ever seen? And even though, I, even though I'd said, okay, I like this, 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 but that rubs me up the wrong way. I'm still having people sort of yelling at me going, oh, for goodness sake, I'm so disappointed. This is the kind of male chauvinist thing that we're worried. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> What the hey has this come from? Yes, yeah, I was like, there's some um, on, on about like that. <laughs> <laughs> on about tweets, have you ever seen? I mean, on YouTube, I watched there's a thing called Mean Tweets, Jerry Kim. Yes, yes. Tweet. yes they, they, read like, out yeah, they have like tweets. sports stars, yeah. and yeah. Yeah, some of those are quite good. Some of them are just swearing. Though, yeah, some of them are just, so but, so but some of them are quite beep, beep. quite clever, aren't they? But others are yeah, quite. You know, so yeah. some of the, some of them are just mean, as you said. Some of them are just mean. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and also, well, yeah. The, okay, final thing on Twitter. Final thing on Twitter. So you know, every week um, I tweet out the latest episode of the show on our Netflix with a cinema account. Yes. Mm-hmm. So last week, tweeted it out and put like a hashtag crawl movie in there because he spoke about crawl. And the the tweet got liked by an account called Michael and Sean. And it turns out that it's the writers of the film. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's two brothers called Michael and Sean. I think it's Rasmussen. Rasmussen. And they they liked it. So I was like, what the? So I actually went through the, and I found that I think what they've been doing is they've been going around Twitter seen anybody who's mentioned the film and they've been liking it which i kind of right. find, which I, I kind of find endearing i kind of find like that, yeah that they're still kind of oh my god we wrote a film this is the cinema people are talking about it thank you yeah. <laughs> and, cool. and later on in the show we're going to have a there's an interview i've done with holly who's coming on who who is still um who still wants to do uh, wants to do that bad shark movie special with you sharon she is, yes. she is so up for it. She's so up for it. So, oh, cool. Yeah, she was, she's our latest listener. Come on to the show. Tell us what you think. Tell us about your Netflix cinema week. And she went to see Crawl. She put something up a book. And they, they, they liked her tweet as well. But here's the thing. They followed her, but they didn't follow us. Oh. oh. Yes, I know. I know. What's uh, that all about? Uh, as we all know that this is the new world we live in. That is, that is tantamount to coming into our house and spitting on our carpets. <laughs> so all the goodwill I have, I feel it ebbing away because they followed her, but they didn't follow us. But hey, oh wow, well, <laughs> it happens. But Michael and Sean Rasmussen, anyway. Well, I just thought it was a nice, cute thing. Hello, Tosin here. In an almost heroic feat of failing to plan, I neglected, totally neglected, to figure out where in a show Hollywood go. So this is one of a few really jarring gear changes where we'll be switching between our normal show and the interview that I did with Holly. These will show up randomly throughout the show at a point where in post-production I kind of thought, well, this might be a big point to put, it, to put her in. And seeing as we've just spoken about Crawl and we've just spoken about Holly, I thought this would be a good time to put in the interview bit where I spoke to Holly about Crawl. I'm really, really sorry about this. Feel free to stop listening if it jars too much. Thank you for listening this far anyway. Uh, all right, cool. So I guess we both have to...
make some uh, make some sort of we have to make some sort of thing of getting back to work at some point. So we should probably start yeah. talking films. <laughs> yes, you are probably right. There. We should probably start talking films. So all right. So thank you, Holly, and thank you for coming onto the podcast. Thank you. Welcome to Netflix versus Cinema. No, thank you. Thank you for joining our little gang, so to say. Um, as as you've realized, we are we are small enough and we are sort of like, you know, a small enough gang that once anybody gives us any kind of attention online, we're like, oh, cool. Would you like to be our friend? Would you like to come onto the podcast? <laughs> really? Yeah, we would love to hear what you think. So, <laughs> and you are the latest benefactor or victim, depending on how you look at it, to actually, to actually sort of notice it and then come onto the podcast. But this is because... Um, I think we met at university, as you, as we were so, talking earlier, like 20 years ago. Yeah. And funny enough, while we were at university, we never really spoke about film. Or we never really spoke about our love of film. And it wasn't until afterwards that through Facebook that we started realizing, oh, hang on a second, this person kind of knows what they're talking about. Or oh, that's me talking about you. I have no idea what yeah. you thought when you looked at my stuff. <laughs> I, I have to say, I think your, your wisdom is greater than mine. <laughs> Why? Thank you, thank you. You are too kind. You are too kind. So what we wanted to do is we wanted to say, oh, by the way, you know our super Nina, a super listener Nina that we keep talking about. Absolutely. Yeah, she says hi because you know her. Say hi back. Yes, I, I didn't realize that was the super super listener we were talking about. Yeah, super Lisa Nina Nina Ramtula. She she was she was like, hang on a second, how do you know? <laughs> and so we had to sort of get on the charts and stuff, figuring out, okay, wait a second, if we go back in the, and all the, oh, this was that funny. It was like a scene in an Avengers Endgame where we're like, ah, do you realize at this one point we were all in the same place? <laughs> yes. It was a long time ago. It we was were young. It was a long time ago. So, um, but what we wanted, what we decided to do is that we thought we'll get you on and we'll get you to do your own special potted Netflix versus cinema thing. So talk to us about what it is that you have seen in the cinema recently um, compared to what it is that you have seen on uh, what you've seen at home recently. And give us a rating and tell us which one do you think has won in your personal well, experience, life, whatever this week. So okay. have, have you got something for us? I have. I've oh, okay. actually, in in honour of this, I've actually been bulk viewing. So <laughs> over the last week, there was a double header of Good Boys oh, yeah. and Crawl. Okay. And obviously, I know you talked about Crawl last week. Yes, and we talked about uh, Good Boys the week before. I think. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm just a worth. Um, I'm trying to be wary of your time. And B, I'm trying to make sure that the interview doesn't end up being as long as the podcast. Because... <laughs> yeah, I'll talk quickly about Paul. So, yeah, yeah, because because quite frankly, we don't need any help making this thing longer. No, <laughs> and I can talk the hind leg off the donkey. So quick, yeah. quick overview of Paul. As you discussed the other yes. week, premises, um, there is a hurricane hitting Florida. Father is uncontactable. Older daughter worries. Younger daughter because she's foolish, insists on <laughs> driving into the middle of a hurricane to find her father. Um, yeah. Is this logical behaviour? No. Was his behaviour staying and trying to board up, a, you know, an old house of theirs? Logical? No. Um, lo and behold, there are great big alligators. Lots of people get eaten <laughs> by the great big alligators. I was, there's obviously also a cute dog. These are the rules in, in such films. And yeah. unsurprisingly, I was on the side of the alligators and the dog. 
Um, I, 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 I told, uh, I'm done with that trope of the dog that always survives while all the humans get killed. But to be <laughs> fair, there was the exception of Deep Blue Sea, where the bird, yes. you know, yeah. thinking of the bird, you know, it doesn't always happen. But yeah, yeah. snakes on a plane, snakes on a plane, one of my favorite scenes in that film. <laughs> there's a dog and snakes on the there plane. There is, yes. And yeah, what happens with that? I, I, I know Doug Lovers will probably hate me for him, but I think it's hilarious. It's, it's, <laughs> absolutely... You have to view these things in the round. Yeah. So, whilst I, yes. I think uh, the conclusion uh, that uh, my my cinema buddy Steph and I reached is that it was it was a, a, an enjoyable film. It did what it said on the tin. It was yep. jumpy. Um some of it was really impressively jumpy. Um, yes, I agree with that. Is it, you know, is it going to change the world? No. Does it do anything new? No. no. Um, was it enjoyable? Yes. It was. I, I think the first. I think the first two appearances of the alligators were particularly impressively jumpy for me. Yeah, and there's a yeah. there's a, a, a scene a little before um, where. You know, something unexpected but not alligator based happens that's quite oh, yeah? impressively jumpy as well um, yeah which yeah I wasn't expecting to sort of leap out of my skin at and I did um, <laughs> so yeah I would definitely that oddly I probably would rewatch. Uh, not in the cinema but it's comfortably it's a you know comfortable you know mediocre horror viewing um, well, yeah, I think I think it's the kind of film uh, that you would you would rewatch because it's it's a talk at the screen film. It's yeah. a total talk at the screen. Film Absolutely. Because because there, there's bits where like you you can essentially do your own running commentary on the film as you're going along. Because I know there's a bit where the dad says lines along the lines of, "It's like it's don't worry, we're gonna outsmart this pea-brained lizards and show them how smart we are and everything like that." And there's some things that they do later in the film that make me think, dude, your brain cannot be much bigger than a pea. No, exactly. How have you? How have you even ended up in this situation? It makes no sense. And yeah, it's, it's not like... a lizard. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's, it's just the fact that they try and make a big deal about the fact that oh, we are going to outsmart these things because they're dumb and we're smart. And there's bits where you're yeah. thinking, oh, dude, you just think, why? Yeah, why would you yeah, make that like, decision? You... It's like you have ideas above your station. It's a long if way think, above. <laughs> if you think that's smart, so but it's uh, yeah. It's you know the the ending is fairly predictable. Uh, much of it is predictable. Uh, not as many people die as one might expect. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's only two of the alligators that die without giving too much away. Uh, could be more. Can't be entirely sure. I was kind of sorry for them. Particularly with hindsight, when I thought they were really the they were really the sensible ones in the mix, not the people. <laughs> so yeah, fun, yes, good. Depends how you define good. Um, it, yes, yes. Good for very good for what it's trying to be. Yes. So so how many stars did you give it? I think that's probably a three and a half as well. It's a. Yep. Yep. Around about where we ended up. Yeah, it's a yeah, yeah. fun fun film. We'll watch again. It's ridiculous. Yeah, although I think it does get more. Uh, it gets a few more brownie points from me. 
because we put a tweet out on the Netflix for Cinema account just of saying, you oh, know, this is the new episode and everything like that. And it got liked by an account called Michael and Sean. And I was like, well, who's Michael and Sean? Oh, and it turns yes. out that they're the people. It's also that they're the people who actually wrote the film. I had a very similar experience. I tweeted about it, and they both liked it, and now follow me. Really? Yes. Oh, okay. they didn't follow us. Briefly, anyway. <laughs> I, I, I suspect they may have ceased and desisted from that now. <laughs> oh, they didn't follow. Oh, oh, Michael and Sean, that's it. Okay, your brownie points are taken away. You liked us, but you didn't follow us. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> As we all know, that is the currency of the world now. If you're not fo- if you're not being followed, that's it. What have you got? You got nothing. Yeah, so true, so true. <laughs> but anyway, let's car- let's crack on with this week. Let's crack on with what we what we have to see this week. So the first yep. film that we have up, this is we're going to go as is our tradition. We're going to go to cinema first, and the first one we're going to talk about is one called The Informer. Now. Um, the Informer, it, uh, Sean, you okay if I just give a little bit of a pressy about this? Yeah, 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 of course, okay. yeah, 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 go. Yeah, oh. I, I like it when people say what the film's about and then I can just like, can... <laughs> say what my feelings are. So, essentially, essentially while, I, while I'm talking to you about what the film's about, Sean's just going to be sitting down there sharpening his knives. <laughs> Possibly. All right, so now this is a film, and this is, it's kind of like, you know, sub-genre of, when you heard the name of the film, The Informer, you know, it's kind of like, okay, there's, a, there's going to be somebody who's in organized crime who is informing on them so that the FBI can catch them. That's the basic premise. This is one of those films. It stars Joel Kinnaman, who plays the lead character, who is a guy called Peter Kozlow. Kozlow Peter Kozlow. And he, so you start off with the film and it starts off already he's, he's doing something. So you can see him setting, setting things up, taking phone calls from different people, trying to hide things from his daughter and all that. And you're not sure exactly what's going on. And it turns out that this guy is an, he's an FBI informant who's trying to get out of the organized crime life. And he's trying to go there and just live a life with his wife and his kid. And he wants to be free from everything. And the FBI have promised him, do this thing for us, bring this guy down and you can have your life back. And as is the one in this film, things don't go according to plan. Things happen. He ends up in jail. And then it becomes this sort of power struggle between the FBI, the, the Polish mafia, and the NYPD over who is going to get this guy to work for them and who is going to get it. And it's him stuck in the middle trying to figure out how he's just going to get out of here with his life with all these different people trying to demand things from him and do things about him. And that is essentially the, pre- the basic premise of the film. Sean, would you agree? I would agree with that. Yes, I would agree with that. It's basically, I mean, it, uh, yeah, it's, it, I think for me, it's it sort of felt to start with, at least it sort of felt quite realistic as how things would go, you know, yep, like yep, about yep. C- certain people, you know, I was thinking, you know, this is, this is pretty good. Yeah. And especially like, like how he wants his, you know, the things he's, he's saying to his wife and daughter before he gets involved in any of this stuff. And, you know, cause obviously he's, he, he's aware that he's, you know, he's, he's playing but, a dangerous game. Here. Yeah, he's playing yeah. a really, really dangerous game. He's, he's so aware, he he's, aware that prepared. He, he's aware that he might not be coming back from this alive. That's it. Yeah. And so, but, but when, you know, with the cut and loose scene, that I, I thought that was so effective if you, I mean, yeah, I don't yeah. if I say it, but it, the cut and loose scene where they go, you know, cut it, loose, it's just like, oh, you know, I mean, yeah. where'd you go from there? I, so, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's 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 great how it goes on, and and I thought he he 
it was a really, really credible performance. From I think so. Was the actor's jo- Joel Kinnaman. The actor's name? Joel Kinnaman, yeah. Really, yeah. you know, it was a really good performance, I thought. And, and, and he made it believable. And he actually had that sort of, because he's quite a tough, you know, he's quite a tough character. He was obviously Special Forces sniper. Yeah. And, and all stuff like that. And there was a bit towards the end of the film, because he's a sniper, which I thought, you know, and he works things out and stuff. And I'm yeah. like, whoa, this is, that's, that, that is so, you know, makes yeah. his marks and everything and stuff like that. And I'm thinking, do you know, this is, this is, like, this has been pretty that, well thought out. Yeah, like somebody's, th- somebody's thought about this. Somebody's really thought about yeah. this. Yeah. But, but, but the acting, he really gives that feeling as though he's, well, he's is... hard, but he's obviously got those, he's got that like, oh, you know, really got to think ahead because man, he is in a, he is in a pickle. He's, he's, he's space, in a little yeah. awkward yeah. spot here. Would you describe him as an anti-hero or as? I possibly would. Maybe. Yeah, I would say possibly. It, possibly he is. Because, because he's obviously living this life of crime. He's not a good guy, but he's in this situation where he's trying to do the right thing. His reasons are good, yeah. yeah. His reasons, the reasons why he's doing these things are, you know... He wants to get out of that life. He wants, yeah, he wants, he wants better things. He wants to, to change the way things are. So, yeah, yeah, you could say he's a bit of an anti-hero. Yeah, I would say. What do you reckon, Toast? Oh no, I I agree with you on everything. I think it's the best I've ever seen him be, because there's yeah. a, sometimes with Joel Kinnaman, there's something about I've always had issues. I've, I've there's something about him that hasn't that I haven't quite believed in almost everything that he's done. And it wasn't until I found out that he's actually I always thought he was American, but he's actually Swedish. And for some reason, finding him that finding out that he's Swedish just made me go, oh, okay, now things make more sense <laughs> that he he's actually. Yeah, yeah, I like you a bit more now. Yeah, I, 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 don't know, I do not know why that is. I still have to figure out why that is in my head. But finding out like, yeah. that he's Swedish, I was immediately kind of like, oh, that explains why that doesn't quite seem right. Oh, in that case, you've been doing well. But, uh, but I mean, yeah. I know you saw a show called Altered Carbon on Netflix. Show yes. That he was, he yes, was the lead in. And he was, he was in the reboot of Robocop. And so there's nothing. He was in House of Cards. He was in Suicide Squad. Oh, my God. Uh, but in this, Sean, I totally agree with you. I believed him. I was, I yeah. really, really thought, I was like, oh my, yeah, he is getting this wrong. He is, he is nailing this because he just looks, yeah. it just looked so like on the money. So right. Just is the, the, he, he yeah. fit the character, the way he, he went about it. And, and you really, really believed it in the scenes mm-hmm. with him and his wife and his kid. And I, I was definitely, I, yes. You know how I talk about having an inner Sean with me when I'm watching films. When yeah, they, yeah, when yeah. Showed, <laughs> yeah. Any scene with him and his daughter, I was like, oh, Sean's going to be laughing this up. <laughs> Sean's going to be absolutely yeah, yeah. laughing this up. So I'd, 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 I agree with you. It's, it's really, really realistic. It becomes, there's a bit where there's elements of it that, you know, you start thinking, oh my God, the American penal system is terrible. <laughs> and, and I think in this, the scenes where he ends up in a jail, I think those, they're just dripped with danger. Like, you just feel like this guy's yeah. about to die at any moment. It's, it's, a, it's a constant feeling of menace. Yeah. Constant, yeah. constant yeah. feeling of menace. It's a constant, that every yeah. single thing is just dripping with, he's about to and, die. He is about to And die. of course, you could imagine, inside a prison, you've got, like, every tattooed, bearded, yeah. bulky, yeah. every race... You know, and they're all sort of staring at him and they're all, all looking at him in a certain way or yeah. not looking at him or, yeah. you know, looking at And so yeah. all the time you've got that from the moment he gets in, you've yeah. got that feeling of, of like, I, you know, I, it's just anything's going to happen point. at one yeah. time. You know? Yeah, and you get the feeling that he, because, of, as you said, he's playing a dangerous game. He ends up in a point where all the different factions in this prison are probably going to want him dead. And so there is yeah. no way. There is, there's one scene where, like, you can see the fear on his face 
you can see the oh my uh, that's it i'm i'm screwed and i think the film is so effective it is just so effective in doing that it, i mean the towards the end like it gets to a point the film paints itself into a corner where yeah it can only really get out by doing some sort of action movie stuff uh, yeah yeah and there there are some issues i have with it because it seemed essentially oh toes you i, I reckon some of me must be rubbing off on you, you know, because because <laughs> i was that's what i was going to say when we talk about sort of when we're going to sum up at the end yeah, yeah I, I, yeah no i know exactly what you're saying yeah yeah there's some actually uh, yeah. there's some things like in this film i think about it and i think hang on is it's like every undercover nypd club cop is just a gung-ho idiot that doesn't want to call for backup or do, thinks I can handle mm. this myself. And mm. essentially, I try not to give anything away, but every NYPD undercover act, undercover cop in this film, I'm thinking, what kind of a, why would you, why would you go in there? Yeah. With, why are you, who do you think you are? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's, I, <laughs> yeah. I, there, there's, there's like a, there's a, there's some things like a female police officer that they show, that shows up. And I'm not sure whether it's a triumph for representation or whether it's just insulting the way she's treated. I'm really, really not sure. I'm looking at it going, I, I, I don't know. But and but I think even when it goes a bit action movie towards the end, I still think, as you said, that you can see that somebody has thought this thing through and there's still this element of realism as in, okay, if I'm going to get, this is how I can possibly do it. And mm -hmm. his, his plan, yeah. and you said using the whole thing that he's a sniper and all that, his plan is kind of like, well, okay, there's some, there's some movie logic in there, but all in all, that could work. And I think that the, the ending of the film, it doesn't give you like a total, oh, this is sorted ending. It, it could possibly open itself up for a sequel. I don't know, but I quite liked it. Yeah, I, I quite like that. As I say, I thought, I thought the, the, like we're saying, towards the end when it was wrapped up, I, I think the one, one issue I had, it, should we just say the, we, we just say the explosion? I thought. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that was yeah. a, you know, to me, that was... That, that became a bit movie so, magic. It became... <laughs> yeah, that was a bit, that was a bit, but, you know, apart from that, I think it was really, really good and the performances were great. Mm. Yeah, the performances were awesome. It's got quite Even a good the, cast the, in there, hasn't it? It's got a surprising cast for this sort of film. It, I was going to say, who's the actress who played his wife? I've seen her in quite a few things, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. So, you have definitely seen her in quite a few things. I'll, 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 you've seen her in a film and I will quote what you said after watching that film. You came back, you came onto a podcast and you went, oh my, you know that, I want one. Oh, from um, Blade Runner 2045. Oh, Blade Runner. Yes. That's it. That's it. That's the one. The fantasy yes. woman. Yes, the one that goes, ah, I knew because I was yeah. looking all through the film, I'm thinking. I know you, she's, I know she's, you. She's nice, I like her. Where yeah. the, because of course, in, in the Blade Runner film, she's, she's yeah. dark haired. Oh wow, she's yeah. lots of difference. But, yeah. You know, but yeah. Uh, That's her, who it is. Yes, her name is Anna de Ar ah, yes. Her name is Anna de Armas. Ah. Yeah, she, yeah, that that was your quote. He was like, Oh, I want one. <laughs> <Go>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, uh, well, I tell you it was it was good as well. I thought it was quite creepy. It was the old head of the Polish mafia. Yes. Yes. What did they call him? They called him Uncle or something? I can't remember what he was uh, called. I cannot remember what he was called. Or the general yeah. or the general or something like yeah, that. Yeah, the but general. It was, was the general, yeah. He was he was sort of really really nasty but yeah you, know, you could understand him being sort of nice yeah. to people you know well yeah he so, he so had good. he had that kind of sort of quiet menace kind of like yeah. it, a bit like um uh like robert de niro in goodfellas where that's it yeah he, he, he comes hey come yeah how hugs you comes into your house eats everything plays with your kid kisses your wife on both cheeks but then you know that he's going <laughs> to turn around and kill somebody in an alley yeah. 
That's it. <laughs> so, okay, uh, seven minutes are actually up. The timer didn't go off, but the uh, seven minutes are actually up. So Cool. So, um, so with this, Sean, what did you think? How, what, how many stars did you give it? Well, I'm going to give it... I mean, I'm, I'm going to have to say that I'm probably going to give this... Much as I enjoyed it, I enjoyed the performances and all that. I felt that little explosiony bit let it down a little bit. So I'm, I'm just going to give this... I thought about this all day. Yeah. And it was a okay. toss-up between a three and a four, but I'm, I'm going to just go with a three this time. Three right. on this one. All right. I'm similar to you. I thought about it all day, and I was like, oh, what was that? that? I agree with you that the bits at the end, the bits towards the end, make it seem a bit like... They, they lessen what's going before a bit. Yeah, yeah it, it goes a bit Hollywood yeah. towards the end, when it's been nice and grounded all the way through. But I decided, yeah. Yeah. all the same, I'm going to give it a four. You're going to give it a four. That's yeah. fair, fair dues. Yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah, As but, I say, I was, I was, I was, I mean, I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. I really, really enjoyed yeah. it. So, I, I was really surprised by it because I, exp- I thought it might be, I thought it might be rubbish because it, as I said, it does have, you were just saying like the cast, it has Rosamund Pike. Rosamund Pike shows up in it, mm-hmm. Clive Owen. And this is, and this is a film that you could take the same storyline and make some low budget direct video thing that shows up in midday on channel five. You can, yeah. you could make, but I think the fact that they cast these people in seemingly small roles, just they have something that elevates it. I mean, Clive Owen's hardly in the film, but even though the, just the fact that it's Clive Owen means that that role immediately has a little bit more weight to it. So yeah, really, really, I was really surprised. It was, it's probably my surprise of the week. I was surprised. I was like, oh, wow, this is. Yeah, I was surprised how good it was because yeah. I wasn't expecting no. it to be. So, I, I so it... maybe, I should, maybe I should give it three and a half. Are we allowed to give half? So if we don't give it half? Well, well, no, essentially, because I've given it four, you've given it three. So I've done the average. And so it says, it's three and a half. Yeah. So the official Netflix versus cinema is three and a half. So. Right. Okay. okay. That's cool. That's fair. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That so, evens up. Yes. So now we're going to go over to Netflix and Friends. So we're going, we're going with that Amazon Prime thing at the moment. And the big thing at the moment, if you're anywhere near any kind of public transport thing, there's probably a poster for this on that kind of public transport. And this is Carnival Row, which, um, Sharon, you have, you essentially, yes. I, heard, I heard you talking about it earlier and talking about how you kind of got suckered into binge watching the whole thing. Yes. I did, <laughs> and had a real late nighter. Well, well, I think I probably would have been more disciplined had I not only had like two episodes to go. If I'd like, because <laughs> I started quite early. I mean, I, I decamped, thinking I'll watch a couple of episodes of this. It's like Sunday tea time. Yep. And then, so from and I watched it basically from like six to about three in the morning. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and it Must just kept good. going. I just just going. kept going. Because I got to the point where I was thinking, I'm going to do one more episode. Then it's like, oh, there's only two episodes to go now. I might as well just go for it. So, yeah, I end up watching the whole lot as a binge watch. Oh, oh okay. So, the, tell us, tell us, do. I'm intrigued. Yeah. I'm intrigued. I didn't. Well, like Carnival that. Row, it's set in an alternative universe. It's not Earth. It's not recognizable continents. But there is a Victorian vibe about it. Yep. So, and it's, there's this been, there's been like a land grab of these sort of, what were previously mythological worlds that are inhabited by the Fae. So you've got fairies, you've got werewolves, you've got fauns, you've got centaurs, and you've got other mythological creatures who have been living in these sort of lands, basically sort of cut off from the rest of the world. And then in the equivalent of like the Victorian era, they've explored it and they've like put, they've, they've they've made an attempt at land grab and it's caused like this war between a, a nation called the Berg and a nation called the Pact. Now we don't know much about the Pact, but there's this war was fought, 
and one of the soldiers for the Berg ended up going to these sort of foreign lands, these fey lands. Yep. And he met this fairy and sort of opposites attracted, basically, cross species. Um, and yeah, they sort of fell in love. And, and then jump sort of seven years later, she thought he had been killed in the war and he thought that she was still in the Feylands. Cool. I don't know what they're... There is a proper name for their continent. And so basically, because the Berg then withdrew from these lands and the pack were left to it. Yeah. And so a lot of the Fey are having to seek asylum. They're fleeing their own lands. Yeah. Because they've just been ravaged by war. And so you find this Carnival Row is like a place like the East End of London where all of the immigrants end up. A bit like like, um, uh, one of those men in black sort of things with the aliens. I I don't mean that on that thing, but I'm just saying it's all like, so they're accepted like the other species are accepted, no? Really. I mean, are they in disguise like the fairies? No, no, no. Oh, they're they're not. It's, they're it's, they, they it's, a like, it's a bit like a fairy ghetto, isn't it? Yes. So as you imagine, at the east end of London, like 200 years ago, it was right. full of like the Huguenots. Oh, and yeah. then there's what the Jewish um, people fled and they became full of Jewish tailors. And then then it became the first people where like people off the, the Windrush settled. You know, it's become a ghetto for each new set of immigrations before right, they right, start right. assimilating. Yeah. So they've been there for about 10 years and or longer, people have, they started off as like a very, a few, no, few in number, but as the war progressed, suddenly there's more and more of these fey have been arriving. And so it creates more and more tension in the Berg, whereas some people think, yeah, they should be assimilated into society and just become citizens of the Berg. Yeah, it's all metaphor throughout yeah. <laughs> racism and um, identity and how we view ourselves and how we view people who are foreign or in this case, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, it's I think, all metaphor throughout. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 been it's been very very open about how allegorical it is. Like even its tagline yeah. on on the buses, like and everything like that is is like different is dangerous. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's mm-hmm. a tag. So it's uh, I think it's one of these things where it's using fantasy to say, uh, guys, let's have a look at ourselves. All right. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. does. It's just holding up a. a sort of slightly distorted mirror to our to ourselves. To ourselves yeah. And so this, the main story is, that's like the setup, basically. The main story is the, the, the soldier of the Berg soldier who went to these lands and then came back um, is played by Orlando Bloom. Mm-hmm. And he has become, he's left the army and he has become a police officer. He's now a police inspector. And one of his job is to investigate crimes that happen on the row, at mm-hmm. Carnival Row. And they have like brothels where they've got like fairy prostitutes who you know, service, you know, human men or women or whoever mm-hmm. fancies a bit of the exotic. Have, have, have the fairies got spells? Can they do spells? They don't do spells. They can fly oh, and yeah. they have sort of powers, but they don't do spells, spells as such. Right. Okay. And, and, but they have, you know, they've got centaurs, they've got fawns. Fawns they call pucks. Um, and <laughs> and, <they're, laughs> and they, they have like these derogatory nicknames for every species. Oh, right, okay. And they're, but all of them are called the Critch. If you are uh, one of the Fae, you are the, a Critch. Uh, as, just, as a, like a, as a like nickname. nickname. So, so, Sharon, I mean, seeing as the fact that you ended up binge watching the whole thing, even though you didn't plan to, I feel almost stupid yeah. asking you the question, did you like it? I did, actually, <laughs> yes. 
Because when I, at the beginning, I was, you know, how you sort of take a while to adjust to it. You're thinking, hey, there's a lot of information to assimilate really quickly. Yeah. Because you get like the, the blurb on the screen, you know, you like two lines, then it changes scene. And you're thinking, okay, what have I just read? And then you have to process it all. Yeah. And then it's sort of boom, it's straight into the action. And you're still processing different information. But you soon actually do pick up the world, the language, the prejudices quite quickly and you sort of get into it and so the the main the, the theme that runs throughout the eight episodes is not just their relationship is the is there's been a series of murders grisly mm-hmm. murders um connected to the row where critch have been murdered yeah and he is set to investigate yeah and as he investigate he basically opens up a whole can of worms that have wider repercussions rather than just the people this goes all the way to the top it does (laughs) and so but then you also have like these parallel stories where there's one who's a a a four on a puck who has become very wealthy and he moves into Mm. a so-called you know human area so suddenly they're having to face these wealthy people they're suddenly having like a critch living next door and then you see that again that clash of cultures suddenly saying hang on a minute we've never had one of those kind living in our road again again it's like parallels to to district nine all over again (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah and uh, so you have that these stories running parallel you have the story of the police investigation you've got the sort of political machinations where you see it from a different level and then you've got this sort of evolving sort of scenario where you've got these wealthy people suddenly having to think do are we going to let this creature into our homes are we oh, going yeah. to socialize with him oh. um you know this sort of it's quite nuanced in places more than you Ooh. think sounds good sounds, you know it's it, intriguing you know it's funny i love the fact you just use the word nuance nuance is like my word of the week especially <laughs> especially after going through my sort of like my twitter wars <laughs> it's, i'm like there's no nuance in any of these things it's either this or that i'm like where's the nuance i love nuance so yes. i'm partial to anything that shows any nuance right now <laughs> well this this show has got it Oh. And some of the, the the cosmetics and the makeup is really good. The way they have like the fair the fey wings, uh, they do they're done really well. Oop. They've like got a set of four wings, so they're not like these great big bird wings. They are like insect wings, but you can see the texture of them. They're like leathery and they're strong, but they're they're beautiful as well. Yeah. And so they and then the the, the fawns have got these extraordinary sort of rams horns and like they're backward knees and you know the, the hooves oh, yeah. frozen right. feet so there's some real good detail in it okay now the thing is now i i, I don't want to say too much of because a we've run out of time and um b yep. sort of like sh- just making me feel like you and holly are okay so we found sean's kindred spirit in nina nina says that she's like sean <laughs> She's like everything, everything that she she's like. I think everything Sean thinks. <laughs> and, and the fact that last week we had Holly saying, "Oh, bad shark movies," and and Sharon is like, "Yes, bad shark movies." And this this week I spoke with Holly earlier today, and she has also binge watched Carnival Row. Hey. Oh wow! Yeah, she's also been watched Carnival, and she. So I had a chat with her about that earlier, and I said some of my thoughts about that, and hopefully. Through the miracle of technology, you should hear that interview now. <gasps> oh, all right. So, what else we got? So, other fit we there was the TV series of the week, Carnival Row, 
on Amazon. Oh, Carnival Row. Yeah, because I'm recording this um, earlier before I speak to uh, Sharon and Sean. And Sharon has actually watched all of Car Carnival Row and she wants to talk about it on the show tonight. Well, I so, will be... So it will be interesting to see how you guys, how you guys, um, how you guys match up in your views on it. I so what do you think of Carnival really Row? I really enjoyed it. I thought it was right. well constructed. Um, the characters were sufficiently interesting. Yep. Uh, there were twists to it that one didn't expect. There were twists to it that one did. Um, it's the acting isn't perfect, but it's certainly not bad at all. Um, are we talking about the are we talking about the leads with yeah. Orlando Bloom and Cara Delevingne? Yeah, so it's I mean the cast is good. Um, it's got um, Indira Varma in it, who I'm always a big fan of. I can't think of anything oh, she's yeah, been a, in that I haven't big, liked. Big fan of that woman. Uh, <laughs> big. So I thought she was great. Uh, yeah, on balance, I have to say I did really like it, and I am already primed for the next series. It's, oh, cool, good. It's well, a, it's a good like enough you... watch. I think I got through it in two days. Oh, I like what you did there. So you said oh, you're already primed for the next series. It's on Amazon Prime. Oh yeah, Un unintentional bad pun. <laughs> <laughs> but I okay. It, it it leaves itself in a in a good place to be able to continue on. Will the second series okay. be able to live up to it? Hard to be sure. Obviously, yeah, not having seen it's it. It's always one of. It's always one of those things where you're, you're a bit kind of like, oh, I don't really know. It was good now, but it might suck. Yeah. and it's, <laughs> it's, next, next one might suck. It could definitely go that way. I'm hoping that it won't. So, yeah, I, right. I'd say it, it's, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I kept coming back to watch another episode, another episode. And I have to admit, I was so hooked on it that I sat up late and fell asleep on the sofa watching it. Um, so it's definitely got plenty to recommend it and say it's a nice right. it's a nice blend of sort of the supernatural um with a touch of history to, well of sorts not 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 real history but a touch of you know history set in an earlier time um yeah. and a blend of people and characters so it's not it's not just trying to be one thing and, and it also seems it seems like they're really going for the angle with Carnival Row of this is a fantasy, but it relates to our times right now. Yeah. Because there's the there's a the the tagline is different, it's dangerous, and so the whole point of the the setup is that you have these fairy people who are refugees from their land, and they end up in our world, and everybody's kind of like, oh, these fairies, we don't like them, and all that kind of stuff, yeah. and then it ends up it seems to center around a romance between one of the fairy people and a human. Yeah. So, which is all, which, uh, it doesn't take a hop, skip and jump to sort of like, you know, draw parallels to the world we live in nowadays. Um, exactly. With, yeah. And it, it does seem to, because of the central pairing, there's a, there's a graphic novel series called Saga, which I'm reading at the moment, okay. which, yeah. And it, it's, it's brilliant, but it's a, it's a graphic novel series that it's done by a guy called, uh, Brian K. Vaughan, mm -hmm. Brian K. Vaughan, and I cannot remember the name of the artist who draws it, he, but he does brilliant stuff. He did, he did one called Why the Last Man, and he did Saga, which is, which 
on the surface of it, has a very similar premise to Carnival Row. So I'm really interested to watch Carnival Row <laughs> to see whether they've essentially, because he has famously said he wanted to do something in a graphic novel that could never be transported into a TV show because it would be, the budget would be astronomical to try and produce some of the stuff that he's done, which he just has to like come up in his imagination and give it to somebody to draw. <laughs> So, uh, so, and the central thing in Carnival Row, I'm like, okay, let's see, the woman has wings, the man, uh, this is, uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm interested to find out what that's like. So how many stars would you give it? Uh, I think I'd give it a four because it All does, right. it does go beyond just that sort of central romance into other, you know, points around discrimination, around segregation, uh, yep. societal interactions, yeah. So yeah, definitely, definitely a four, possibly even a four and a half, but not quite, not quite five out of five because it's, you know, it's it's not perfect. Good, but not yeah. perfect. Okay, cool. And um, how does how does Cara Delevingne do? Because she's the, oh, how does Cara Cara Delevingne do? Uh, better than I expected, actually, because I always assume that she's going to be a bit clunky. And she's probably yeah. the clunkier of the characters. Out but the she is still yeah. she's still good. She's, you know, suitably compelling. She comes across as uh, you know, a, a three-dimensional character and she does she doesn't let the series down. All right. Cool. Yeah, because it's always weird when you have a model who goes into acting because there's always you're know, like, oh, Sometimes I wonder whether it's just sort of like, you know, inner aggro that you have where you're not allowed, you, you don't like seeing somebody who's talented enough to do two things really well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so you're like, how very dare you be good at two things? Exactly. I'm not sure whether that's, that's, what, that's what's going on. Or, or, uh, but it's always, whenever you have, like with her being mostly known as a model, coming into acting, it's almost as if you're just waiting for her to be rubbish. Yeah. And, and sometimes I, I, I quite like it when you know, my inner prejudice is, is proved wrong. Yeah. Because hopefully then that will change the rest of my mind. <laughs> exactly. I think that's exactly how I feel, actually, is that I my expectations of her are low because, yeah. you know, the, the first introduction to her is as a model. Um, yeah. And it's easy to forget that that actually requires a reasonable degree of acting anyway. Yeah, yeah. So she's definitely much stronger than, than I expected. And I... Yeah. Would would certainly not blanch at the idea of seeing her in other things. Ah, uh, cool. Nice to know that Carrie Delevingne making up for Suicide Squad. Absolutely. Right. Well, you know that's a. It, yeah. You know that was very well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what can one say? Yeah. I'll just leave it at that. Exactly. <laughs> All right, and um, so that was. But uh, that's only for people who are listening because you, Sean and Sharon, will have to actually <laughs> listen to the recording to hear what she, oh, to right, to okay. hear what Holly said because we don't have time to listen to the whole thing right now. But you can listen to that at your leisure. But uh, so, how many yes. stars would you give that, Sharon? I'd definitely give it a four. Oh, I give it a four. Good, good stuff. I mean, uh, for me, I would yeah, it's a high four as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I hesitate to give anything a five. Really, it's got yeah. to be absolutely super duper for me to give anything a five. But it was certainly for me, it was certainly a high four. I, I would quite probably watch the whole thing again. Oh, wow. Okay, all right. You you, so, yeah. you really need that's to listen. To, you really need to listen to this interview with Holly. This is getting a bit scary. <laughs> 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 Your verdict and hers are almost exactly the same, verbatim. 
<laughs> it's like a four, really high four. Maybe no five. I'll have to take a little bit of because it's not five. And um, I think uh, I'm looking forward to the time when I get the two of you together to talk all these bad shark movies that I cannot be bothered to waste my life watching. But oh no, they they're they're joy. Yeah, they add depth and nuance to your life. Oh oh, look word at of you. The week. Oh look at you, <laughs> oh, you using my it. word against me. Using my <laughs> word against me. <laughs> okay. Yo, no, I, no, honestly, I cannot tell you how much I love that word this week. That word is like, <laughs> the thing is, I feel like that word is the savior of humanity. With everything that's going on right now, the word nuance is the savior of humanity. <laughs> but anyway, yes. um, all right, cool. Let's go back. Let's keep moving and go back to cinema this time to see the seemingly the only other film that has been released this week. And somehow, well, you guys have it on the island. I haven't seen, heard of this film whatsoever. So, and this is a film called Mrs. Lowry and Son. Sean, Mrs. Lowry and Son. Sharon, I know, yes. I know you, were, you were planning to go see this, but the timing didn't quite work out for you. Yes, I've been gnashing my teeth because it literally came last Friday to the Isle of Wight. It had really weird showing times. And then it's finishing today. It's the last time it's on. <sighs> so it's literally one week and silly time. So I have missed it so, at the cinema on the Isle of Wight. Cinema- it was only released on 30th of August. It's like, what? It's like, gnashing of teeth. It's like cinema. How on earth are you supposed to keep up if you keep doing stupid things like this? But anyway, never mind. Yes. Never well, there mind. you go. I guess. I guess the times are they're trying to appeal to a certain audience. I yeah. Think. You know, they're hoping for the. Do they call it the silver pound? The silver pound. Yeah. The so people pound. who don't have to get up for work the next day, or yeah. can get home from work at half past three in the afternoon. That's it. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I was. I mean, I mean, to see this film, it was because we needed to see something. Yeah. Really, because I mean. We, we had this conversation earlier, didn't we, before we started about like Hobbs and Shaw. And I looked yeah. at Hobbs and Shaw and I looked and I thought, no, I'd have to see this one because Hobbs and Shaw's already been been seen. So I, I, this is one I probably, I may have seen, I, I, yeah. you know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have been one on my radar to actually go and watch. So I thought, yeah, well, I'll go, I'll go and watch this, go and watch this movie. Okay. But basically, yeah, basically it's the story about obviously Lowry. Alice the, Lowry. The, yeah, the, 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 the painter that, you know, did the. Cats and dogs. Man and cats, dogs, cats and dogs. It's basically a story. So he obviously lives with his mother. I can do the whole thing while you. Do you want to do the whole thing? What you want to do a background thing? Okay, okay. That's actually helpful because I've never heard of Alice Lowry. All right, Alice. Yeah. Okay. Well, basically, he was like he was. He did the industrial landscape. He did it. Yeah, he lived up north. He lived at. And he saw beauty cities. in those industri- yeah. in the factories in and the in factories those dark northern and, streets. Yeah. That he saw beauty where no one else did, and he painted what. You sound with... like you know about him, and you haven't even seen the movie. I no, know. I, mean, well, I, I know him. I know the artist. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so wait. I mean, so, so who's the painter, Lowry or the mum? Alice Lowry is the painter. He is, and he lived yeah. with his mum. Yeah. Oh, so oh. He was like in middle age. Oh, Alice so Lowry's a man. Yeah, and was a man. Yes, Alice Lowry. Yeah, L S. Yeah. Oh, L S. Sierra. Oh, oh! Yeah, no, you were thinking Alice. Were you? I was, you I was, I was hearing Alice. So, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, Lima Sierra. Lima, yeah, L S L S Lowry. Okay, cool. Okay, so, sorry, I'll, I'll shut up and, now. Go ahead. I'm, I mean, and he was a famous painter, but he, he's like a lot of those painters that never really was recognised. During his I lifetime, guess, yeah, until, until he was quite old. Actually, when he was much old. older, yeah, he was. Yeah. That's right, exactly. Um, and you see, perhaps the reason why in this film, you know, because it's, it's not until later on that he gets because. It, it starts off with him sort of 
he talks to the camera. He basically does a little bit of a monologue. Mm-hmm. He goes, I'm a painter. Nothing more, nothing less. And, and that's repeated. Forever. There is a documentary from like the 1960s where he does that. Though. He it? talks about his life and his work. Oh, right. Yeah, so and anyway, so he comes and he goes, and his mother, oh, is that you? And she calls, I forget what she calls him. She calls him Lowry. Yes, I think she just calls him Lowry. Yeah. Is that you, Laurie? Laurie, she calls him. And he's like, yes, mother, how are you? And he goes up and he makes it, and he goes in the room. And she's just really, really mean to him. She's like horrid. She's just like really, really, you know, well, where have you been? What have you been? What are you late back? Why are you late back? But he's, he's really, you know, yes, mother, okay, mother. And, you know, eat your soup, mother. <laughs> so it's it's a lot of a lot of uh, there's um, and his mother's played by Vanessa Redgrave, Vanessa Redgrave. and uh, I was actually her her performance I was in awe of I she was absolutely brilliant as an old lady you know sort of most of bedridden most of the time mm. and really being quite catty and nasty and mm. she's got that look sort of you know pinched like the shot the pinch yeah. that's the one that's yeah pinch mouth thanks Sharon and um you know, she, she's obviously really, really horrible. And basically, all he's after is, you know, does she's not doing those silly paintings again. Oh, yeah, they're not, you know, they're not very good, are they? Why don't you do something nice? Why don't you do a nice landscape? Why don't you do, you know, this, that, and the other? And, oh, you know, they're horrible. And she's got airs and graces because she obviously, she she obviously came from good stock because you have little flashbacks through it where she's like playing the piano. Oh, I could have played the piano, but, you know, mm-hmm. this happened in that year and, didn't, and what have you. <laughs> and there's this, it keeps there's like an odd, odd flashbacks to like obviously when he was young and they were at the beach together you know and there's this one painting of basically basically he wants his mother to like his paintings yeah that's what, that's what that validation is. yeah yeah that validation and of course you know she doesn't like like him and then she does and then she doesn't and then you know she's she's really really well she's quite quite horrid to him I think really the thing that I haven't seen this film obviously but the thing it reminds me is is somewhat of Alan Bennett that type of thing is that yeah. uh, realistic or is that close or not just because I'm thinking of like an elderly bachelor lives with his sort of demanding mother or has like this this love-hate relationship with his sort of I, elderly I th- demanding mother I think he, he absolutely adores his mother he loves yeah. his mother you know his mother's sort of everything and I think he's just looking for approval looking for you know but He's not getting it, and because no. I mean that theme runs through the whole thing. He wants approval for his paintings. Yeah, you know that's that's, yeah. that's what he wants. That's what he wants, and he even gets people, you know, gets letters from, and and gets some money, but he doesn't have it because oh you don't because oh yeah because that's right. The neighbour they got like a posh neighbour who comes in to visit sometimes, yeah. and he's obviously out. Yeah, because he's he's, he's he's like collects rents as well, and he goes around and it's you see all these little montages, which I assume are some of his his paintings his that paintings, he must have yeah. done. Yeah. You know, he sees these bleak landscapes, and there's uh, there's a couple of monologues to the camera. Yeah, so so but, it's so so it's really just sort of like a study, a study of, of just, this relationship um, that he well, had. I I think it's like a play. It just most of the time takes place in one room. All right. And to me, it felt like it just felt like it should have been a play rather than a film. Okay, to me, you. you know, apart from yeah. the, from the little, uh, to yeah. me, it, it should have been. This has been something to. To be seen on the stage okay. reminded me a lot. What was the um, the fences film with? Uh, oh, with with, um, with it was called Fences. With Denzel yeah. Washington. With Denzel Washington, it was because that reminded me of like a stage, you know. Yeah, that something. that that was a play. That was a play that. Got, oh, that was a play. Was yeah, it? Oh, right. Okay. It's a very famous play that that got turned into a film, and and yeah, and, but, and that was one film that probably couldn't really escape from it. So. Yeah, well, I I think this was very much the same to me. It felt 
you know, it felt like it should be. It was a st- basically it felt like being at the theatre rather than. But that first line of that. What's the first line? We've just read a review, and the review says this is a mesmerizingly slow film set almost entirely in one room. It could almost be a play. (laughs) (laughs) There you go, see. That's the review on IM. Although the funny thing is that, Sean, was that you? Have you been on IMDb writing reviews about films? I haven't. No, 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 no. No, not at all. Okay, we need. (laughs) That's funny. Okay, let's get that person on the podcast. We might have found another Sean. So, what's, it, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? <laughs> so, so Andy G. Oh, wait. Okay, so, yeah, I don't so know. I don't, I, 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 I don't do any, you know, me and social media. I don't do any. I don't, yeah. do, any, I don't, I don't do anything. This, oh. is, this is the only thing when I do reviews. But, you know, that's how it came across. All right. And, and so, and, but this, this is Timothy Spall in, in continuing his run of playing popular British artists after Mr. Turner. Yeah, see, I, I, I don't rate him. Oh, really? Do Sorry, not? I do not. I don't. I know. I know. It's, this is this is really bad, wow. and I'm going to get pilloried for this. I, I I didn't like him in this. I loved Vanessa Redgrave. Absolutely adored her. I thought she was brilliant. Him didn't like. But then I haven't liked him in the past couple of things he's done. There was a a film I watched recently, a British film, where he's like a, a East End gangster. Can't remember what that was called. Yeah. With the son, I, but I, I and he played also played. Um, he, he did a lot of stuff with Stephen Plurkoff a few years ago, which were, were incredible. Yeah, well, just I, I, I don't know. I just don't. I, I mean, I listened to a thing. It's quite funny. I was listening because they were interviewing him, and um, you know, he's he's apparently quite you know he's sort of classically trained and oh, everything. Times up. Times up. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I don't. I, I haven't liked him in a lot. Okay. No. All, right, all right. So, and, oh, well, but I'm just going to say this. You're it was really allowed. funny. Someone showed me off. We the same pet. I've never seen that series, okay. and, yeah. and he's in it. He's and in I noticed that, I caught yeah. him in the corner. I said, eh, "There's old Fleming," but he looks like incredibly young. Yeah, you know. So. Okay. So, so scores on the doors, Miss Doors. Um, well, I'll have to give it. I guess just for Vanessa Redgrave. It's it's not really my sort of film. It's not a film that I would normally go and see, but I, I'm sure people would really really like it. So I'm going to give this one a three. A three for Vanessa Redgrave. Okay. All right, Sean. Sean, but the thing is, like, you know, you just said you don't you don't like Timothy Spall, right? Yeah. So I'm going to use Twitter logic here. Oh I, my it's, god! It's not. You... It's not that I don't. It's not. <laughs> I'm going to have to go back on it. I just okay. don't think. I think he's. I think he's one of those overrated actors. Yeah. I think he's overrated. I think oh. people have got that nostalgic Judy Dench sort of thing. Well, yeah, exactly. That's it. It's like I've, I've got who's a... the other guy I don't like? Stanley Tucci is it? Like? Stanley Tucci. Yeah. So, Stanley Tucci. Yeah. Yeah. See. You don't like him either, do you? No, I don't. Okay. Okay. So sure. And I really, really don't like Woody Harrelson, except in three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Okay. Sure. Sure. As I said, I'm going to have to use Twitter logic here for you. And that Twitter logic is, oh, my God, you said you don't like them. This man is saying that they're not deserving of life. He wants to kill Timothy Spall, Woody Harlison, and Stanley. Oh, Tucci. no. Yeah, these, yeah, are, yeah. these are national <laughs> treasures. These are men who are supposed to be treasured <laughs> and celebrated. And how dare you say anything negative about them? <laughs> That's Twitter not logic quite, for you. Not, <laughs> not quite that extreme. I just feel... I just feel... Sean, stay off Twitter. Just, That's what Twitter will do. Because <laughs> okay, right. I just feel that, that that people, I just feel that people do sometimes they hold people up, in, you know, and, yes, and they haven't got, they haven't, they so don't like saying, do you know what? System. That's not a particularly good performance because <gasps> it's that person. How could that person not have a particularly good? Yeah, performance? yeah, 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 I hear you. I hear you. I, think I, I, he played, um, I think that a bit. Well. Yes, he did. And I didn't like him in that. Oh, well, he was very good in that. 
<laughs> Isn't it? Uh, I'll tell How you. How dare you? Okay, no. Okay. with me. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, uh, you see, no, no, you see <laughs> I won't go on Twitter. Good job, I don't go on Twitter. Actually, you, you see what a little nuance does. A new nuance just brings yeah, us back in. Yeah. Oh, oh, nuance. <laughs> I'm gonna get a T-shirt with nuance written on it. <laughs> yeah, that should be that. Make of that what you will. Yeah, I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna so, make a well, new I gave religion it three stars, around. people. Yeah, yeah. Um. So right. Oh, right. You said something that was gonna send me off or something, but never mind. Let's keep, let's stay on track. And now we're gonna go back to Netflix. And this is a Netflix original. At least it's being sold as a Netflix original in the UK. I, I'm not sure if it was made by Netflix or whether, happened, whether it was distributed by Netflix in other countries. And this is the film called, I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore. That's now, one. Yes. yes. And so Sean, you saw this and I decided because we only had two films in the cinema, I thought, well, you know what? I'm going to watch that as well. I'm just going to. Oh, yeah. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. I just, I'm pleased. I just, so pleased. I just thought I'm just going to like, you know, I'm just going to be like, you know, a Sean groupie and follow around and watch what Sean watches. <laughs> well, what I thought as well, it'd be, you know, I mean, I thought it was a Netflix original when I played it, but it's, it looks like, you know, it. It's probably like you say. It's I one mean, of those ones that's had yeah, a release, a limited release, yeah. and then it's and then they've resurrected, resurrected it. Yeah, I, I think yeah. I think that uh, if it, it feels like that to me, it really does. And this is a film that yeah, I, similar so, sim, similar thoughts. And it's got yeah. on the film poster that we can see here. It's got one of these like film festival awardy type things. So it's yeah. probably through the circuit of all those independent film festivals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's uh, and it, it is a. It's a film that I've seen on my list for a while because I like the people in it. So it's got Melanie Linsky, who, mm. who's, who's probably most famous role is as Rose in Two and a Half Men. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but she's been, she's done lots of things though. Yeah, she was yeah. in Heavenly Creatures. I mean, her big break was, she was in Heavenly Creatures with Kate Winslet, yeah, yeah. by Peter Jackson. She's actually, uh, I think... she's a Kiwi actress, but most people do not know that because she's just so good. <laughs> So she's quite versatile, isn't she? Yeah, yes. she's really, really versatile. versatile. She's in Ever After, the, the Cinderella story. Hmm? Yes, she was. She was one of the sisters. Like a, yes, she yes, was. Yeah, 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 she was one of the sisters. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Sean, you were going to say? Uh, was I? Oh, right, okay. Um, yeah, so, well, I'm just really amazed you saw this as well, which which has really, really pleased me. So, yeah, yeah this is, would, would you call this a dark comedy? I guess you would. The, yeah, would you the, call this a dark comedy? I'll, I'll call this a bleak comedy. <laughs> bleak comedy yeah that's probably that's that, that's it it's it it's kind of like this because the title of the the thing and i think sharon you might know this because it comes from an old sort of like christian song that goes this world is not my home i'm just passing through if heaven's not my home then lord what will i do the angels beckon me from heaven's open doors and i can't feel at home in this world anymore or something like that yes yeah, it's the sort of thing we I would have sang have, in I chapel might have heard, i might have heard that actually. yeah i might yeah. have heard that one so, yeah yeah it, it, and, the, and the song features in the film and when it's said in that way it's it kind of like you know it, it's done in a very sort of like oh hopeful oh my word a little bit pie in the sky when you die it, because yeah it's, it's a little bit kind of like oh my god once i leave this world it's going to be great and i'm going to go to heaven it's going to but in the context of this film, I mean, even from the poster, from the trailer, once you take that line out on its own, it immediately says bleak. <laughs> yes, bleak. it says yeah, bleak, bleak, bleak. and bleak. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, bleak, yeah, bleak. Yes. Comedy. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because I think there's bleak. dark, there's dark comedies and then there's bleak comedies. This is a bleak comedy. <laughs> we we should have we should have a little little uh, pantheon of words, shouldn't we? Like yeah, like, words nuanced. we liked. And new ones, them, and, yeah. and we'll have to try and s slip them in each week somewhere along the lines. 
<laughs> yep. Okay. So so let's let's kick this off with what this film is about. So this film is about a nursing assistant played by Melanie Linsky, and she essentially, like I think a lot of people nowadays, is just thoroughly fed up with the world and thoroughly fed up with the way everything is. She gets up in the morning, leaves her house, and somebody regularly takes their dog to soil on the front lawn on her front lawn. Oh. Like, like every single day she puts up a sign saying please don't do this nobody pays any attention to it she's a nursing assistant in a nursing home with like all with where she essentially is around people who are dying and you you just feel like and then she gets home one day and the house has been broken into so you just find her like just complaining and saying why can't people just be nice why can't this be and she's she's driving to work and she sees people driving these big these big trucks with just belching smoke out smoke which i think was added in post-production because i can't believe any car can produce that much smoke (laughs) (laughs) and it's yeah and so it's about her going through this and when her house so she's thoroughly fed up at life she meets this guy she finds the person who's been soiling her front lawn who is a guy played by elijah wood who and when her house gets burgled, it sets her off on the, okay, that's it. I'm not taking this anymore. I'm going to go do something about this. And then the film turns into one of those in- inept detective movies, which is almost like a subgenre <laughs> on its own, where you have people trying to go around and trying to be detectives and trying to figure stuff out, but not really having any tools in which to do it and being totally ill-equipped to do that. And that's where the film goes on, and then it becomes a bit of a farce and, or bleak farce. And Sha- uh, Sean... Yes, yeah, no, no, I agree with that. Basically, it's like, oh, the house has been burgled, the copper comes around, he's not particularly helpful, you know, oh, yeah, well, we'll see what we can do, blah, 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 you know. So she's like, she's a bit annoyed. She said, well, you know, if I've got, like, tracking and all that, and you can find they're like, yeah, well, you know, this happens quite a lot and all that. So she decides she's going to investigate herself, but obviously she's going to watch, she wants some sort of backup, you know, yeah. so that's how... how Elijah Wood comes into. They sort of they start off. It's just it's an odd relationship, isn't it? Really, it's Toast, it's, it's, it's of, an oddball relationship. Yeah, it's an oddball relationship. But it's it's nice. They sort of I guess they you know there's obviously some sort of affinity there. Yeah, He's yeah. Like, I mean, I like him. He's like, oh yeah, I, I'll be pretty good. He gets loaded up with like. Ninja stars and nunchucks yes, and all that sort yes. of stuff. So he's like, he's like the kick-ass, you know what I mean? He's like, he's like the kick-ass guy. Um, so, you know, he's like, yeah, I'll, you know, yeah, I'll come on, this will be interesting. But So she does her own investigation and she finds out, like, obviously, she finds out what, who's using what uh, computer. Yeah, like, uh, who stole, who stole and her and computer goes, and from there, who yeah. stole her mum's, her, no, her grandmother's right, silver. And, and, and she's got a footprint of someone from the fence who obviously did the, and yeah. so it goes on and, and so the guy in the shop saying, "Oh, you know, go, you need go it," and it's like, "Oh, so yeah." And then it goes from there. And then it gets it gets a bit nuts, you know, because it, like, it does. You know, yeah, <laughs> I, I I really enjoyed toes. I really enjoyed the scene with the um with the house with the posh house. Oh, good lord, man! You know? That, that... I, yeah, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and I love, but 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 you know, I like the I like the lady of the house as well. Yes, like, yes. Know, obviously, the lush, you know. Yeah. So yeah. So they were they were pretty good performances. They're, so, they're, they're pretty good performances, and the thing is, essentially, when I come to this film, right, I just have to keep using the word bleak because it becomes like, it's like a comedy of errors. That the scene in the posh house where where it all it all builds builds to a head because it's like a detective story. It's a bit Elmer Leonardy. It's a bit like you know that scene in Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels where everybody's converging on this one house and Zorba the Greek is playing in the background. There's elements elements of that going on in the film as it builds up, but it's very very indie, very very offbeat, and it's yeah and bleak, quite frankly. And bleak, yeah, yeah it's very bleak. It's and, very bleak. And it, it's just kind of like it's 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 the kind of film that says, you know what, eh, you know, with us humans, 
Yeah, we might as well just give up. We might just, you know, Thanos was right. Give up, <laughs> give up and start again. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's, uh, it, yeah, it, it does, it does have that. And so I agree with you. It's, it's quite good. The performances are good, and they have to be to keep you watching because otherwise, it's just kind of like, oh my god, this film is convincing me. This, this film is convincing yeah, me that I, I don't, I don't feel home at home anymore. I just, I just want to, I just want to leave one way or another. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, yeah, carry on. Yeah, no, no, I was just saying. So it was one of the ones. I mean, I was, I was, I was pretty much okay with it. You know, I mean, yeah. watching it all the way through. I was, you know, because it was quite late. I was actually watching it, watching it in bed. So, and I didn't fall asleep. So, it must have kept me because it could, yeah. could possibly have been one of those films where yeah, I drop off. yeah, but yeah, it kept me, kept me uh, watching. So. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and I agree with what what you're saying, Tony. Yeah. Yeah. So is that the bleeper? That's that, the bleeper. That is the bleeper telling us that it is it is time. So it's oh yeah, but yeah, I think so. Scores. Yeah, it's one of these things. It's one of these films where it's hard to talk about it without spoiling much because there are some surprises yeah. and some twists and turns, and you don't really want to go into that. But if I was to give this a score, uh, Sean, you go first. I'm still thinking. No, no, no. I went first the last time. It's your turn. It's your turn. You're not getting away. You're not getting away like that. This is your turn. Uh, oh my god, it's it. I'm gonna have to go. I th- I think I would give it a three. Uh, what have I got? How many got, fingers have I I'm got? I'm looking up? at three fingers. Oh, three fingers. <laughs> I thought you'd give it a three. Yeah. And and toes in on that, I would agree with you. I would totally agree with you. Yeah. It's a three. It's a three. There's not enough to make it. It wasn't like a substance. No, it wasn't. But it was it was entertaining enough, yeah. and it was quite interesting, and it was different, and it was quirky. Yeah. And, and it was a, a good indie film. So yeah, no, I agree with you. I, yeah. mean, I knew you were going to give it that. I just had a feeling. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we're, we're becoming more in tune, aren't we? There must be some sort of we, vibes through the air. What yeah. Yeah, well, one of these days we're going to switch around. I'm going to start watching horror movies and you're going to start watching all the animations. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, you will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. As a, and Sharon's just going to remember, remain as a counterbalance going, nope, one animation a year. Are, are you, will, you see, will you see Downton Abbey? No. Not even with say. me? Well, I'm up if I, <laughs> we? the thing is, you know, if a friend invites me to a film, and you are a good yeah. friend, I tend to think, okay, I'll go. Oh, I but I wouldn't voluntarily yes. go to no, see no, it. No, no, I'm not sure. I'm not but sure. if I'm invited, I tend to be like, I like <laughs> to have a say yes attitude. Yeah. So if I'm invited to something, I tend to think, say yes. Well, if there's not a lot on. Is that yeah. on this week? What's yeah, on? No. Well, it's chapter two. You see, the, the week that Downton Abbey's out, I'm really, really hoping that there's something else in the cinema. Because... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because so because yeah, so if, if there's if there's nothing else, it's gonna be like one of those like Transformer the Transformers the 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 last night. Where, uh, that. where that was literally the only film in the cinema and I had to go watch it so I had something to talk about on the podcast. And I don't wanna I don't wanna have to do that again because Downton Abbey <laughs> I, I never got with the program, I never watched any of the shows and I think there's gonna be all these things that people are gonna be like, Oh my god, he's back and I'm like who on earth is he? Who? Who? <laughs> yeah, I only watched the first couple of seasons, so I don't know how it ended. I don't know. Who cares what happened to Lady Mary and Lady whatever her name is? Yeah. I lost interest quite early on with the whole valley well, lot of them. But with, with, with the Lowry film, they had yeah. the trailer for that, obviously. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. the bit that intrigued me, I want to see, is when the like the downstairs people go, why, this means we're going to war. And I thought, oh, that might be quite interesting. Oh, okay. You know, so they obviously, because they, they obviously, the, you know, I suppose people see that, well, it's not, it's in trailer, so it's not a spoiler, you know, like, like loads of 
people come before to sort of take over the running of the house, so which obviously gets the backs up of. Oh, the, right. The that, I haven't know, seen like, a trailer. Or if like I did, I probably fo- anaesthetised like, myself to it by eating know, sweets. Foreign, foreign sh- I mean, I, I, I've got, I've not seen one Downton Abbey, so I've got no investment cows, no idea, but there's like yeah. a, there's like a lady cook that's, yes, I know really roughly, put out, Mrs. Patmore. Well, she's put out of joint because they've got oh. some, some Italian chef that's come along and all that. So it might be quite funny. It might be a bit yeah, of a Yeah, there might be a... So, is oh, it a comedy okay. on the TV? No. It's not, no. No, it takes okay. itself far too seriously oh, for that. Oh, does it? All right. <laughs> well, that's fucking off a little bit. Then. You know, what you just said there, what you just said there, Sean, made it sound like it might be another allegorical thing of all these foreigners coming over and taking our jobs. <laughs> <laughs> possibly, possibly. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Okay, actually, I have actually said who won this week. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, you've got to give us the. I think it's one this week. I think it's uh, it's really really close this week. I think I, I actually think that this is one of those weeks where it is a it is a spiritual and a moral draw. But because this is about maths, the winner this week is Netflix. Netflix, Netflix oh. yeah. yeah. Netflix is a three point five, and oh well, Netflix and Friends because one of these is actually Amazon Prime. So it's at three point. Yes. It's, it's three point five, and the movies is three point two five. Movies is three point two five. So oh, and we have the informer. Like you know, if the informer had just, like you know, given us to four. If 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 it, if it had just stayed nice and true and gritty and not gone to Hollywood, it would have been. It would have been a draw. <laughs> but, it would have been. Yeah. All right. So so, so all that's left to say is a uh, um, a goodbye from me. Uh, goodbye for me. And a goodbye from me. And I'll say for Holly, and a goodbye from Holly, who would, you would have heard at some point before the end of this thing. We, well, Sharon and I shall go and watch It Chapter 2, which is probably about the only horror film I shall willingly watch this year, because I found the first... I think <laughs> it's, well, well, we're just looking here at what's yeah. on this week, and that looks like that's the only new thing. The only new thing. I figured it would so, be. Everyone's going to be running scared. So, so, yeah. so I might have to... I might have to, I might have to sit up and find a copy of It. It might be at the library. I might better rent it from the library or something. Sure, sure. So, Think about it yeah. as fuel Hobbs for your. Sure, Hobbs and Sure, Hobbs and Sure. Think about it as fuel for your five-minute spoiler rant, which we will. Oh, start. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just wind you up and let you go for five minutes about things about it. All right. Anyway, I'll see you guys that next week. Good. Bye. Bye. Bye now. Hello, me and gang, and just one more thing. I'm a raised a good Nigerian boy, and as such, we like to treat our guests well here on Netflix for Cinema. So unfortunately, even though I had to chop and change the interview with Holly and just put a little bit of it in here, and even I couldn't bring myself to include the whole thing because of length and your time, we will be doing a special where we'll be releasing the rest of the interview with Holly, which is actually worth a listen because we talk some interesting things. We talk about Booksmart and why she didn't watch it. We talk about interesting things about indie films versus blockbusters, which one makes you more of a proper film fan. And also, I guess we touched on a little bit of yeah, no, feminism. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't feel I don't feel I'm in a position to say that it was or not. Anyway, please do have a listen to that. But thank you very much for listening. 